Imagine drafting a quarterback only to find out he retired. Well, I can tell you one thing, and who's not retiring? That's right, it's Burgers and Brats with your hosts, Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. So I remember we were just sitting in your apartment, just watching some college football. Finally, college football was back. And then all of a sudden, Andrew Luck retired. We're like, oh my, who has him in fantasy? Turns out you drafted him in fantasy football, man. I did, and it was one of the things that I always draft Russell Wilson or Cam Newton, and I thought, this is a year I'm just going to kind of go out there a little bit and try something completely different. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> he was a 2018 Comeback Player of the Year, so I mean, I get why you drafted him, but man, that was out of left field for sure. It's one of the biggest shockers, I think. I mean, it's got to be in recent NFL history, one of the biggest shockers. That and Gronk. Yeah, Gronk and Andrew Luck retiring in the same year, basically. I think this is more shocking than Gronk, though. I mean, yeah. Gronk was shocking, but he's kind of—you heard about it. You know, he was floating it back and forth. This had this came out of the left field. Had no clue. Yeah, we thought the Colts could be Super Bowl contenders. This was their year. Finally, they could make it to deep in the playoffs. And now they have Jacoby Brissett to um, lean on. So I mean, it's it's tough to be a Colts fan, but. Colts fans are the worst. Did you see them booing him off the field the other day? Yeah, it was pretty sad. Like, was, let the guy live his life. It's his decision. It's not the fans. That was terrible, man. Colts fans should be ashamed of that. Yeah, that's pretty petty, pretty sad, embarrassing, low, just any word to describe him. So, yeah, Andrew Luck retired at the age of 29, and he's been in the league since 2012. He's dealt with injuries every year, so... I mean, it's taken its toll on him, so I guess it was time for him to call it quits, go live out that million-dollar paycheck. Why not? I saw a tweet that said in the same draft class you had him, you had RG3, you had Ryan Tannehill, all like top picks in like the first 10 picks or yeah. first couple rounds. And then you had more successful quarterbacks. Uh, what, Cam Noon was in that class and Kirk Cousins or whatever, and, you know, they've done well. So 2012 draft class for QBs has been pretty poor, yeah. at, at least the first couple of picks. And it's unfortunate for Andrew Luck that he kind of gets grouped in that, that he will go down with just being injury-prone and not able to get to the promised land yeah, in the NFL. We thought this was going to be his breakthrough year, Super Bowl contenders, but sadly no. So here's his career stats. 86 games. 60.8 completion percentage, 23,671 total yards, 171 touchdowns, but 83 uh, interceptions. So that's a lot of interceptions for him, but not that's pretty good um, stats for him. So would you say he's a Hall of Famer at this point? No. No? No. Uh, his career will go down, I mean... You look at those stats, and you know he had a you know an injury-prone career. I mean, he was just 29, but no, I don't think he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So let's bring in Jacob Clements to talk a little bit more about this. Jake, it's great to be back, y'all. Jacob, do you think Andrew Luck could be a Hall of Famer? I don't think so. I don't think he's thrown together quite the uh, NFL career that someone like Barry Sanders, who also retired early, did. Um, or Terrell you, Davis. Yeah, and really as well. Um, you know, just the high number of interceptions, the number of injuries. If maybe he had been injury-free and had just decided that it was truly taking too much of a mental toll on him and he retired this year, he might have the stats to become, like, maybe like a later ballot Hall of Famer. Um, but I don't think at this point he will ever make it in. So, yeah. Speaking of Barry Sanders, here's some other players who retired early that was just a complete shock to us. So we had Jim Brown retire at age 29, Terrell Davis also at 29, and then Rob Gronkowski last year at 29. 
but also Eric Campbell at 31, Calvin Johnson at 30. And so, yeah, those are some big-name players retiring early. Well, and you also do have to wonder with, you know, the com- with the complete physicality of football nowadays, you know, even though they are taking strides to do it, um, and, you know, Andrew Luck mentioned this several times, that it just simply took too much of a mental toll on him. Um, is the NFL really doing enough to focus not only on physical health for players, but also mental health? Recently they have been, but otherwise, no. You're still going to get CTE probably. So mm-hmm. do you think, speaking of CTE, do you think we'll see more players that have high potential retire early in the NFL? Yeah, I think we're going to start seeing more. I think people will retire early. This is not a game anymore. I mean, if you're quarterback um, – Okay, you know, you got Tom Brady playing to lose you know, 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, Andrew Luck, quarterback, retiring 29. But I think you're going to see a lot more players that will not be playing late into their 30s that will retire mid-30s or earlier because of the, you know, concussions and the CT and all that. Long-term effects. And, yeah, I think we'll see definitely see a sharp increase of players retiring early. But even the younger ages, peewee, people aren't playing football anymore. Because of all these injury-related symptoms and all that. So, Clements? I mean, I really, I think it's a situational basis. Obviously, you know, you have players who are more durable and less durable. Um, You know, Tom Brady still is a great example. You know, he's stated his desire to play until he's 50, um, which, I mean, he sold his soul to do that. So, that may be physically possible. But, um, basically, right now, I do think it depends kind of situationally, like what position you play the college crew that you had as well with concussions that affect that. And so I really do think that at this point it's still situational, but we will start to see earlier retirements. Yeah. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, though, I think he can he might get in later on. Because, I mean, he's still a big name. People know his name. People know what he's done. So, I mean, he could definitely sneak in there, I think, sometime in the future. I mean, yeah, and they also, you know, in his highlight reel, should put his guest starring on Parks and Rec, too. And um, truly high quality acting. The players that I mentioned, they all had great careers, but they retired early, and they're all in the Hall of Fame. Gronk's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, one of the best tight ends. I don't think Andrew Luck will, but that's and my opinion. It'll take Andrew Luck a lot longer than it will like Gronk or Barry Sanders did, um, just because, like I said, of the high amount of injuries, um, the stats net aren't nearly as convincing. So I think that that's kind of going to be what's happening. Yeah, so so big news in the NFL, and we were all shocked. Matt was the most shocked yes, now that I he was. lost his quarterback. Yep. Matt's fantasy team fell apart in about two minutes. It did. It was The videos were funny all over the internet. O.J. Simpson drafted Andrew Luck, and Andrew Luck better think about unretiring because you don't want O.J. after you. Yeah, I mean, O.J.'s out of prison in Las Vegas, so, I mean, you know, watch out. But, I mean, you know, as well, like, I'd, at least in our fantasy league, you know, our stats are a little bit better. But, obviously, the impact of Andrew Luck has affected people. Yeah, so Andrew Luck retiring at age 29. So, we'll move on to some On This Day in History. And then followed by our college football preview. So, you want to stick around for that. But, alright, on this day, one of the best running quarterbacks to ever play. Not Lamar Miller, but Michael Vick. 2007, pleads guilty in his dogfighting case. And we got 1963, MLK gives his speech at the feet of Lincoln. And then 1996, Prince Charles and Diana um, divorce. So, And then we all know what happens later on. Sad times. 
Yeah, that was very depressing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all that was depressing news except MLK speech. I mean, gosh, come on. It's a depressing well, episode with Luck retiring. Let me uh, let me help cheer it up a little bit. Uh, on this day in 2019, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, my family members here. Uh, my sister Emily just got engaged to her boyfriend David, and they've been dating for about four or five years. Congrats. And nice, so, congrats. Yeah, so going to give a shout-out to them, and... Hopefully that that turns around this on this day in history a little bit. And I hope they're loyal listeners to Burgers <laughs> and Brats. If not, they better start now. As think, long as we mentioned Baylor once in the podcast, I think they will listen. You just did. So <laughs> yeah. there you go. There's your Baylor mention. Are they subscribed to us on Apple Podcast at Burgers Brats, or they or they can follow us on Spotify and Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brats. I think they are subscribed to us on Spotify, but I'm not sure. I will have to double check. Please double check. We've got to make sure to get those followers up. That's right. Hey, let us know on Twitter, too, what crazy things we can do on our Twitter live. Yeah, we're going to go live on Twitter someday. We're going to do – We, you know, we saw the basketball between you two, so we got to figure out what the next video is going to be. If you want to see Matt in a dunk tank, please respond to our tweet about the show coming out, and we'll see what we can do because, as we all know, that would be truly quality content. It would be quality. Where are we going to find a dunk tank? I'm pretty sure we can find one. You know, I've always wanted to dunk you in a tank. You know, I've always, <laughs> I've always wanted just, you know, you're sitting there, you know, a couple pitches, bam, 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 dunk, dunk, dunk. Yeah. I funny. would just stand next to the target and just keep hitting it with my hand. That's true. That's true. That's true. Or, you know, we could always bring occasional guest star Tyler Hardman on to uh, throw out the pitch that dunks people. So. It's true. Very we could funny. ask him. I think he's close. So we could probably ask him soon, right? <laughs> oh, but also. Got some more on this day. Okay, hopefully not depressing. Birthdays. Oh, that's oh. good. Lyndon B. Johnson. Oh, uh, LBJ. One of the greatest Texans to ever walk the face of the planet. I feel like that's what Texans say about every Texan. Well, Texans are inherently great, so. It is the best state, Braxton. It I'm is. not sure. Alaska is two and a half times bigger. Have you really? ever had a Texas-shaped waffle, though? Yes, I have. They're amazing. They taste like waffles. Surprising. They taste like God sent down a little bit of manna from heaven. Mm-hmm. And the shape of Texas. Then we also got Joan Wolfgang, one of the greatest composers. He's actually my great grandfather. Really? Even though he was born in like 1600. Makes sense. I can see it. Yeah. Time travel, right? Time Area travel. 51. I mean, it's real. Are we going to. Should we do um, on location live from Area 51, September 20th? I think I'm going to be busy that day, but you guys <laughs> can go. You know what? I actually can get extra credit from my planetary geology professor if I go. So I might actually be reporting from on location in Area 51. You heard that. Planetary geology. Is that right? <laughs> Not geography? No, planetary geology. We, geology. We know who the nerd of the group is now. I think Lil Nas will be performing. Hopefully, he does more remixes. Really? Maybe the aliens will come on and remix, like Yeehaw. we talked about, like we talked about in our last podcast. So, yeah, the aliens might also want to traverse the Old Town Road. That'd be pretty sick. I bet they could make a sick fire beat. It, what would that be like? Remix Ten Billion of Old Town Road. <laughs> what Mason Ramsey, Billy Ray Cyrus, Random Fair, Area Fifty One aliens. Hey, why not? Bill Clinton. You know, why you not? never know. <laughs> yeah. Never know. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're excited. We're pumped. College football is back. Oh, it's the greatest time of the year. Greatest time of the year, baby. Um, We're all excited. We all got our predictions. So, we're just going to run through them conference by conference. So, starting the Big Ten, you know who I'm going to pick, guys. Ohio State. No-brainer. Justin Fields at quarterback. 
who else? There's not going to be another challenger in the Big Ten. Maybe Nebraska if they come back. But the defense needs to be better. If they can definitely improve their defense, that team's got a definite shot making the college football playoff an easy path to the Big Ten. I'm actually I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I think that this is actually finally the year that Michigan that Michigan finally gets it. Um, Where have I heard that every year on ESPN? From Harbaugh himself. Yeah. Well, okay, so here's the thing. You have an experienced coach in Harbaugh. Who can't beat Ohio State. But that was Urban Meyer at Ohio State. Ryan Day's it's a still Ohio different. State. It is, but they're also Because Urban Meyer the makes the whole program. <laughs> All I'm saying Ryan Day is, was there. Yeah, he was, but they're also working out some quarterback issues, replacing key players on defense. I think that this is the year that Michigan will do it, and it's in Michigan. You're wrong. It doesn't matter. You're just wrong. You're wrong on no. this one. Michigan is 0-4 in the last four years. Yeah, well, you know what? There's no time like the present. So I feel I actually, like... I only have Michigan taking one loss to Notre Dame. You... Every year you they overhype. Get on that Michigan bandwagon. <laughs> you do it. You do it for all those five people out there that really are Michigan fans. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess so. You know, I'm really taking the fighting Illinois on this one. Or Illinois, that was? Illinois, whatever they're You're called. You're taking Illinois. Of course not. Are you serious? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Joke's on you. No, I got Ohio State. You kidding me? No one's <laughs> touching them. No one in that weak conference, man. I got Illinois dead last in the Big Ten West, though. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I also have them in Rutgers. Um, so if you want to see the mediocre bowl, please go to that game. Yeah, the Big Ten should be, it'll be Ohio State-Michigan, but it's going to be Ohio State. Well, and you also have Northwestern, who did come out of the Big Ten West, who could make a huge impact. Again, I they didn't lose really any key players to their team, and so I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah, third in the Big Ten. All right, let's see it. <laughs> All right, moving on to uh, Saturday night Pac-12 action. Um, football after dark. Matt, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Clements start on this one. Clements, who are you picking for the Pac-12? You know, I'm actually I'm picking Washington State as my conference champion with Mike Leach. Um, obviously, he has a good system installed. Um, then as well in that game, I'm having Utah from the Pac-12 South. Wow, bold prediction. Well, not as bold as Lee Corso having them in his um, championship game. I don't think Lee Corso knows what he's where he's at right now, but. Um, I yeah, I mean, I see, I see a Washington State Utah matchup in the Pac-12. Wow, bold. <laughs> okay, I agree with you on Washington State, but that's not my conference champion. Thought it was, but I looked again. I'm going two words, baby. Herm Edwards, Arizona State is taking the Pac-12. Herm Edwards came back last year, and they didn't have, they didn't do yeah, too bad last they year. Good. They did better. He's going to make them even better this year. I feel like Lee Corsa right now. I'm picking Arizona State, baby. All the way. Wow. I mean, Pac-12. They, they Pac still got to get through Utah and USC. So Utah's going to be tough. Too. Utah's going to be tough. Well, Arizona. Oh, Arizona. my gosh. Lost wow. to Hawaii the other day. Oh, I my mean, gosh. Yeah. What are you talking about? On an unlucky oh play, but goodness. still. Wow. So, Pac-12, no surprise, Oregon. Justin Herbert is going to be their quarterback. Maybe the first overall pick next year. Go to line. Two great running backs. And they've got the uniforms, man. you got to pick them for the uniforms. I have Oregon fourth in that division. Fourth. A big shocker because they're going to be real good. But I think Washington State, now they, that matchup with Auburn is going to be fun. Mm -hmm. i got to go Auburn, though. I yeah. love the Tigers. This, oh, yeah. this I love the Tigers. Well, okay. But Oregon should be good, but I've, i got them four. I know it's risky, but, I, you know. Matt, I don't know if you're huffing the glue at Hobby Lobby or something, but Oregon. I love glue at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> There's a good selection. Oregon, in my opinion, 
will tie Washington State in conference record, but Washington State will take the head-to-head, -head, and that is what will put them into the conference championship game. It will be close, though. How's how's your pick from last year, Colorado, looking? <laughs> you hey, know, weren't they undefeated? Hey, they, 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 uh, they, uh, they, well, they were 5-0, and then they lost know. seven straight or whatever. They have legal weeds, so... They were doing pretty well, I would say. So that's why they tanked. Really? Probably, yeah. And, and Mike McIntyre got canned after the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? They can only go up from here. All right. Moving on to the most dominant conference in the uh, college football, SEC. Matt, who are you taking? Oh, easy. Ole Miss. Oh, yes, baby. <laughs> Jokes again. Just kidding. I mean, Bama. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's bold. I'm taking Bama. I like LSU, and I like A&M, and those two teams are going to be better this year, but it is going to be Alabama. I'm taking LSU because here's the thing. I feel like they're going to beat Texas, which is always great when Texas loses. Wow, Texas not but being back? Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that more. I have a segment on Texas. Um, they will lose to Florida in the regular season, that way they play them, and lose to A&M. Wow. But Wait. they'll still make it in the conference championship How? because with two losses. Because I have Alabama taking the L to A and M and LSU, and LSU gets in on the divisional win. And so, yeah. Wow. So it's a little bit screwed up. You but have Alabama losing to LSU and <laughs> Texas A and M. I'm hear with you. Out. I want to see it, out. but be realistic, man. Come on, bro. Okay, yeah. hear me out though. Hear me out though. Alabama A and M's in College Station, and A and M went toe to toe wow. with Clemson in College Station. Wow, because Alabama's a terrible road team. <laughs> well, okay, Clemson ain't had half bad road team either, and A and M got within three points of them. Okay, and then LSU, well, that, it's in Death Valley. Oh, let's look at last That's, year. Remember the time Alabama was 10 only to 10? ten, ten to ten with the Citadel? Oh my gosh! <laughs> And then we saw the score. Well, yeah, okay. Last year's meaningless. We're well, you just said living. There's no time like the present, right? Yeah, no Look time. at the present. You can't compare last year. Different team, bro. I know, but still, what I'm saying is it's those are two tough road environments. Alabama's gotten hung up by them a little I bit I see Nick Saban shaking in his boots right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got to go to Kyle Field. Oh, my gosh. I got to go to <laughs> Death Valley. Ah, no, he's going in there like we're going to kick some butt, and we're going to take names. You think that team's going to lose a game after losing the national championship last year that bad? They almost lost to Georgia if it hadn't been for Jalen Hurts, and they don't have that safety now, not to mention that they did lose key players like Josh Jacobs. To the NFL. Okay, they could and lose I mean, to LSU, but they're not losing to A&M. No. That quarterback is going to throw five interceptions. They, Alabama's a farm system. They <laughs> well, continue yeah. to produce. <laughs> it's a five-star after five-star after five-star at each They position. know nothing less than four stars. And I don't even know if they know a four-star. It's all fives. Three deep, they're all five Six stars. stars. They don't even exist, <laughs> but yet they're there. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how the season plays out. But you know what? I'm hoping for a little bit more bold action in the SEC West. I have Florida taking the SEC East, though. They just almost lost to Miami. Yeah, but at the same time, that was Miami a sloppy is terrible. game. That sloppy game, is terrible. first game of the season. We can't judge them based Felipe off of that. Felipe Franks is not good. we got to look at Vanderbilt. With um, Mason, at Frank, or Mason as their head coach? Derek Mason. Derek Mason. Got to look. I called for him to be fired last year. He did better. I'm calling for him to be fired again this year. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's Vanderbilt. we got to yeah. look at them. You, They are so, so, so average. Okay, moving on. <laughs> well, I didn't get my SEC you know, predictions. One thing we can all agree oh, on. Oh, I thought you were going to agree with me on Vanderbilt. Sorry, my brother. What do you got? Mississippi State. 
you know, all the probations, they, they're going to win now. Of course. Like, this is the year when you can't make a playoff, when you can't make a bowl game. You can't do that's anything. When you lose scholarships left and right that's for the next three win. years. Wow. No, but man, Bama, they're not going to lose a game this year. They got embarrassed in the playoff. They're not. Nick Saban is going to make them run thousand sprints before after each game if they like have more than one penalty. That team is not losing. Hey, you never know. No that's, way. That's why the games are played. But one thing we can all agree on, Arkansas will be forever last in the SEC West. It is facts. Yeah. It is facts. Yep, yep, I agree with that. All right, so moving on to the worst conference in college football, the ACC. So, I mean, it's obvious. Clemson's going to win the conference. Oh, Trevor yeah. Lawrence is back. They're going to go undefeated, maybe have a little scuffle with Syracuse, and that's about it. Maybe Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, they're yeah. all right. Maybe Georgia Tech. Maybe. I mean, I mean we, we can hope. But, yeah, they got Trevor Lawrence. A lot of their players returned. They got Dabo Sweeney, Brent Venables on defense. That team's going to destroy the ACC. That, oh, I hate that conference. Yeah, I mean, I have them going 13-0. They're their conference champs against Pitt, who's going to play in that game. It's essentially a rematch of last year because the ACC Coastal, yeah, you have Mac Brown back at UNC, but, I mean, that division is just a crapshoot. You don't know what the heck's going to come out of it. It'll be Clemson, Georgia Tech, Clemson winning the game. So... What are we thinking? Of, or I guess Daniel Jones isn't in the league anymore in ACC. So I want to see Duke put up a good show against Bama this week. Will it happen? Probably not. Uh, but it would be great to see the first. Or the Maybe two in basketball. Two running backs are out for the first half yeah. mm-hmm. for Bama. So I've got Duke finishing dead last. Wow. And they're in the ACC Coastal. David Cutcliffe. I will agree with you. Yep. Good coach. Mm-hmm. Good coach. All right. So Big Twelve, baby. Our wow. conference. Our teams in there. Clements, who are you taking? I got Oklahoma, 13-0 and conference champs. Um, I mean, let's be real here. Oklahoma has won four straight Big 12 championships. That's, uh, as far as conference championships go, the only other team to do, to do that was Steve Spurrier's Florida teams in the 90s. Um, really, this is Oklahoma's conference to lose. Now, okay, we're going to talk about the eternal diva in college football, the team that is always struggling between back and not back. And the team who has a pump-up person in Matthew McConaughey, the University of Texas. I do love me some Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, well, other than, obviously, the Lincoln Carr, uh, you have the biggest diva quarterback in college football, Sam Ellinger, who all he knows how to do is make a quarterback draw to the right against a <laughs> defense that's ranked last in everything. You have a kicker who's literally named Dicker. And, <laughs> and you have a coach who's literally a dick. TVMA TVMA for this (laughs) I have Texas losing to us in Dallas on the Cotton Bowl to OU I have Texas losing to LSU they're still going to make it to the Big 12 championship game though because I mean Iowa State's the the only team that can really compete against them and you know what they didn't want they didn't get enough helpings the first time they went back to Golden Corral for more it's another loss to OU yeah Tom Herman is the most diva childish coach in the um, whole world. He really Tom is Herman annoying. needs to be dropped off at daycare. <laughs> He's so annoying. Really so annoying. He and the really whole, is. I will never forget anyone who disrespects the University of Texas. Sam Ellinger, you disrespect yourself every time you go out in the field. Go home, <laughs> suck on a pacifier that's shaped like a football, and just stay where you do not belong. <laughs> wow. <Limit with> limits. <laughs> wow. I don't know how to follow it up. I'm just going to say, OU Texas, OU taking the, divi- uh, the conference. And, um, you know, I've got a shocker here, though. Kansas is going to finish seventh in conference 
Texas Tech finishing dead last. So, yeah, I've got Oklahoma. It's OU's conference. Four straight Big 12 championships. It's going to be five. Jalen Hurts, what a beast. Lincoln Riley's getting another great quarterback. Maybe another Heisman winner. I mean, he's he's currently two for two on Heisman, so, I mean, really, there's no reason to expect otherwise. Yeah, and then, so, yeah, I think it should be OU-Texas again, but I wouldn't be surprised if Baylor could sneak up there. Baylor, Iowa mm-hmm. State could sneak into the Big 12 championship. Iowa State almost did it last year. Yep. I do have a bold prediction about Kansas. They are bringing back Puka, obviously, who's going to be a sophomore. A quality coach in Les Miles. I think they're going to go bowling. I agree with Desmond Howard. And uh, for my coach on the hot seat, uh, I have Cl- Chris Klein from Kansas State. He's literally not done That's a his thing. First year. He's not done a thing. It's his but, first year. Okay. He but just Kansas said he's State, literally not done it. This guy won in the FCS five, 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 five times. I said that just to make sure you know. National titles. What are you, little seizures with a hot with a hot and ready pizza for five bucks? I mean, look, this is the same. Uh, t- the last time Kansas State tried to get a coach, they drove him out after a couple years and brought. Oh back my Bill gosh! Snyder. Throw his credibility out the window. I'm sorry for saying that. It's his first. He hadn't even gotten a game yet. You're putting him on the hot seat. Yeah, it's Kansas State fans. They literally love Bill Snyder and they have statues of him. Well, in their then why'd they run him out? He retired. They ran him out. Oh, my gosh. So, let me just say this. You, you, you know, Texas loves to claim they're back. Going off your point, they are not back. But I can tell you, and you mentioned it, who is back? Les Miles. And I'm so oh. pumped about that decision. So, they go bowling? They are going mm-hmm. bowling. I got them seventh. They're going to they're gonna get enough win. Well, wait a minute. They're going to go who's six, their, six Who's their out-of-conference games? Okay, you know. They have, like, easy ones, like, I think, like, Coastal Carolina. So. I'm not going to jump the gun so quick that they're going to be at least six and six. I'm saying but five But they are going to have at least four wins. Well, they Four. could sneak in on five and seven in a bowl if there aren't enough six and six spots. But I don't so. know. I think it's going to be very tough. Less can get them there. But this first season, they're going to at least have four wins, I think. Mm-hmm. At but least it may four. be around Maybe four. five. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's our, that's our conference prediction. So, let's move on to the Heisman. Who do we have in the Heisman? All right, number one, Trevor Lawrence, number one. What? <laughs> I... Number two, Tua Tagovailoa. What? And number three, Jalen Hurts. So, we'll see if those three switch up. But those are the favorites, man. Those They're going to New York City this year. I mean, I think Jalen, honestly, is going to win the Heisman. I mean, think about it. Lincoln Riley, two transfer quarterbacks, two Heismans, two more statues in Heisman Park on OU's campus. I mean, there's no reason to bet against the guy at this point. It kind of seems like a sure bet. Trevor Lawrence, obviously, is going to do great. You know, Tua is going to do great as well you know obviously there's going to be some shakeup, but I think Jalen's going to come away with it I've got the same two as you guys but I instead of Jalen I've got DeAndre Swift running back from Georgia really I really running do. back time running back yeah oh. in the age of the quarterback in the age of the quarterback I'm taking a running back but I winning it I think it's going to be between Trevor Lawrence and Tua I, I don't think uh, those are just the three I've got but I, it's going to be a quarterback I think Tua's got to be the clear favorite but I mean Trevor Lawrence up there as well but Two is if he has another good year like he had last year, even with a couple of inter- late interceptions, he's going to be See good. See how he deals with that ankle injury, though. That's well, true. Yeah, That's a and, big factor. And like I said earlier, Alabama does not have the backup of Jalen Hurts, that little safety and security. So two is literally the front line. And we'll see if Trevor Lawrence loses a game in the ACC or throws out some bad interceptions against another team and barely escapes. Mm-hmm. He could poss- possibly lose it. Yeah. So, all right. Let's go into our college football playoffs. Oh, I'm ready for the playoffs already. Is it time yet? We got a lot of time, Braxton. All right, let's let the season go seat. by. So, number one, 
let's let's go through our top three. All right, then we'll do our sneakers in that form. So number one, Clemson. Number two, Alabama. Number three, Oklahoma. I mean, I I have all three of those just in different order. I have Clemson at one, OU at two, just because I feel like Clemson and OU can both be undefeated. And then uh, at number three, I actually have Michigan as a one-loss Big Ten team to Notre Dame. Big Ten is finally getting back in? I think the Big Ten is going to get back in. I think Harbaugh is going to make a good case. He has an experienced team. Ohio State's bringing in some new players. I think that they have the right tools to pull off an upset in Michigan, win the conference championship game against Northwestern, only had that loss to Notre Dame. I've got Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson. Wow, Clemson at three. All right, so number four for me. No Big Ten team again. I'm going Georgia. Two SEC teams. Why not? I actually I have Notre Dame again. Um, they have a tough schedule this year, although I do think they can go 12-0 because, you know, they haven't With joined a the conference. a tough schedule like that? They do play Michigan, but here's the thing. I think that will be a low-scoring close game, and I think Notre Dame will come away with it, and I think they'll sneak in. And the only reason that they are not number three, even though they're undefeated, is because they do not have a conference, conference championship. championship. Bam. I've got Ohio State four. Ohio State four. See, I don't want a second SEC team in, but it's the SEC bias. If both of them have one loss, or if if Alabama has two losses, they're getting in if they lose in the championship game. I mean, so. in fact, they didn't even go to their conference championship game, and they went in, and that's why A&M and LSU needed to just eliminate them altogether. Sure. So... That's our college football preview. Anyone else got anything to add? We're just excited for it to happen. I do have actually a, a fun game that's going on, though, with Independence Army is going to Michigan. And so I think that that will be kind of a fun game to watch because, as we all know, that Oklahoma Army game, we, you know, we thought last year that that would kind of just be like a huge blowout. It ended up going into overtime, 28-21 OU winning it. I feel like we're going to have a similar situation with uh, Army and Michigan. Or Army destroying Houston 70-whatever to whatever last oh. year. That was glorious. Yeah, so Michigan could have two losses. Yeah, they could. Um, it all depends. Um, they, could, they could have four losses next year. Yeah. So they've got a but tough schedule. Still got to go with our nation's military. Go Army. <laughs> so, yeah, should be a fun, interesting year in college football. Last year was pretty boring, so hopefully this year's amped up and it's a lot better. So, yeah. All right. Let's move into our final segment. Who would you share a burger and brought with? See, you know who I got to share a burger and brought with. America. College football's back. It's back. We're all excited, so I'm just going to share it with America. Go tailgate on some Saturdays, eat some burgers and brats, listen to our playlist, just be thinking of us. Saturdays or Sundays. Yes. Um, you know, really, uh, who I got to share a burger and brat with? Uh, Lincoln Riley. Um, I was watching Sooner Sports Pad earlier tonight, and uh, as we all know, Mike Leach teaches a class called Insurgent Warfare and Football Strategy at Washington State. Someone asked Lincoln Riley what kind of class he would teach if he got that option, and he said, the inner workings of Mike Leach. <laughs> and so, in my opinion, that would be a great class. I would, bring, I would bring a burger and brat to share with Lincoln. I'm sharing my burger and brat with the great city of Kansas City because it looks like the Royals are in negotiation of selling their team. What? For $1 billion. That's right. Oh, wow. $1 billion. That's Call it? right now. Must suck uh, to be a Royals fan. That's it. They're, yes, selling the team. Their owner looking to sell to a Kansas City native minority owner of the Cleveland Indians. Um, uh, his name is, i got to get the name right, John Sherman, businessman, local businessman. Wow. And so he would sell it for $1 billion. So the Royals... Getting on the verge, possibly looking like being sold for one billion dollars. Could they relocate? 
Uh, they're staying in Kansas City. But if they relocate, I heard Ireland's a good place at this time of the year. Or you Greenland. Know, you know, I also heard Montreal's you mean Iceland. lovely. Greenland's the ice. Iceland's the green. Really? Yes. Land. What Thanks about just Vikings land? Thanks for screwing it up for us. <laughs> what about just land? Well, yeah. you know, I also hear Montreal's lovely this time of year. Yeah, so Kansas City's staying, though. You know, mm-hmm. there's no speculation there. But interesting. Sad to see the Royals have fallen. I love Royal Stadium. Kauffman Park. Love the Royals, so... Well, they're not going anywhere, The barbecue. I love the barbecue. Wow, okay. Please stay in Kansas City, Kansas They're not going anywhere. (laughs) What in the world? (laughs) Uh, You know all the fun Kansas City parts are in Missouri. Oh, always. So, I mean, there's no point to having anything in Kansas. Jacob, have you been to Kansas City? (laughs) I actually have been to Kansas City. I drove through it. I drove, you drove through, through it, so but yeah, you agree, like, oh yeah, you know, I all mean, the fun parts. There wasn't the much there. Being to it, there being wasn't much it. there. There's a lot there. A lot of museums, lots of burger places, lots of barbecue. Texas barbecue is still better. Uh, we'll have to see about that. So, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter. I already say Twitter. We got so Call many. me. <laughs> I've got a phone. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Oh, Burgers Brots, so make sure you're following us at Burgers Brots. Be on the lookout for my on-the-field reporting from Area 51. Can't wait. I can't wait to send them out there. We'll have another podcast before then, so. Yeah, one last goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. Make sure you follow us at Burgers Brots. Thanks for listening.